Well, it's summertime here and there, probably. Uh, wherever you are listening. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everybody has summer at the same time, which is probably not true. Anyway, it's time for our summer patron giveaway. Yes, this time we're doing a prize pack of uh, selected comics, uh, some swag, um, uh, uh, some special stuff, uh, gifts from Jason from Hawaii, so some Hawaiian goodies, um, all kinds of fun stuff to share our love to you, uh, the patrons. So if you would like to be included in our summertime giveaway, just become a patron at any level uh, between now and Labor Day. So it's a summer giveaway, and then after Labor Day, we will pull a, a patron randomly from the stack and send you a prize pack. Now, not only that, not only do you get entered to win, you got to be in it to win it, by the way. That's what they say. You get on-air thanks and show notes, shouts out, shout-outs, shout-outs, shouts out. Uh, priority inclusion of your feedback and questions or comments into the show. Access to our patron-only Slack community. Very popular. Exclusive content. Um, you get bonus episodes that nobody else gets. You get early access to bonus episodes or regular episodes. You get them ad-free you get them unedited. Um, sometimes that's a blessing and a curse, depending uh, on your feelings there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. And our uh, the, uh, as the, the levels go up, you get more, more stuff. Um, uh, the, but that's, that's kind of the ground floor stuff you get um, coming in as a patron. So please do so. It also means that you like what we're doing and you're sharing... And caring enough to uh, throw us a couple of um, shekels our way. And we appreciate that. And it helps keep the lights on. It helps pay the server fees. It helps um, keep us going and keep us doing it on our our road to a thousand episodes. Can we get there? <clears throat> I hope so. I hope so. But everything's going up. It's getting harder and harder um, to justify uh, luxury expenses like podcast fees. So uh, your help it is greatly appreciated and we want uh, to continue that. Some of you just do it just to say thanks. We appreciate that. Some of you do it for the giveaway. Some of you do it for uh, some of the tier perks. All those are valid. So whatever your reasoning, join our Patreon. Give us a little bit of love. We appreciate it. Come contest time, uh, we'll uh, we'll maybe we'll pull your name and you will get a fun prize pack uh, mailed directly to you. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number eight hundred and forty-five for comics originally releasing August the twenty-second. And August the 23rd. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up, Neil, we're at a local comic book shop. It's this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, Drew, what you got for me today, buddy? Well, I got um, Stump the stump the Co-Host, oh. Kyle versus Chat GPT. Um, I would like, and I don't know how you're, what you're going to do with this. Mm. I think you'll do okay. Um, top 10... Superman villains. Okay. Okay. 
Lex Luthor. That is number one, and yeah. if it wasn't, something was wrong with the algorithm. Um, Doomsday. Uh, number four. Dark Side. Number five. Zod. Number two. Is Kryptonite an answer? Kryptonite is not an answer. All right. I'm just, I'm just, I was just curious. <laughs> just curious. Top villains or items uh, that could hurt <laughs> Superman, then you would have made the list. Is uh, Mr. Mixoplexic in this? Yep. Number yes. nine. Number nine. That's awesome. Good job. All right. People at home are screaming into their. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of devices. random Krypt- Kryptonians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the. I mean, like most of the top 10, I've definitely read stories or seen them. Um, so, yeah. You should have seen, you should know all of them, but some of them are not as popular as others. I think you've hit all the popular ones except one you've missed. Um, one was a glaring oversight on your part. So, <laughs> you really landed on thick there for me. Yeah. One was like, are, are, you, are you even functioning as a human <sighs> that you don't remember this one? He's really smart. He's oh, Brainiac. Big... Brainiac. There you go. There you go. Brainiac. Right. Yes, yes, yes. And then the another one, um, everything's backwards. Oh, uh, Bizarro. Bizarro, yes, Bizarro is number six. Yeah. Um, not sure you'd get any of these three because I don't think they they're in a lot of stories unless you read a lot of Superman. Um, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah, um, Metallo. Does that Ooh, sound familiar to you? I don't even know who that is. He's a metal-looking Superman, the one that looks like Superman. Oh, so like shiny. Metallo, Cyborg, yep. Superman. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then um, Parasite was number eight. No clue. And then Toy Man was number ten. <laughs> Who I you believe made, Toy Man was. You made um, that up. No, no, Toy Man, I believe I believe it was also a Batman villain, right? I think he was both. So, uh, but you did pretty good, Kyle. What did I get, what did I get like six? Seven? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You got a. Maj- you passed. D minus. Awesome. Good job. There we go, baby. I mean, I, I'm. I was pretty impressed. How many do you think you would have gotten? Um. Uh, probably about the same. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten um, Metallo, um, Parasite, or Toy Man probably. And I'm. I might have. I might have either said Doomsday or Dark Side, but forgot one of them because mm. my brain would only think of one D. Right. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, right? <laughs> that's exactly. That was cool. Very nice. Yeah. Take that, um, Chat GPT. Suck it. <laughs> You'll show them. Yeah. I've lost my other. Oh, there it is. Um, okay, so get this question that came in. If comic book characters started a band, what? would their genre be and the first one 
I'm taking. Okay. <laughs> because it's uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, and that would have to be an Indigo Girls oh, Indigo Girls cover yes. band. It would absolutely. That would 100% be that. So um, what do you think about Fantastic Four? If they were a band, what would their genre be? So, like, so they're scientists and like intelligent. They're kind of nerdy, right? Yes, yeah, so, so it'd be like jazz or classical. Might be, yeah, could be a jazz quartet. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see like just uh, you could see you know invisible lady, but just the the upright bass just moving on its own <laughs> with invisible. Person. How about X Men? That'd be a ska. big band. There's right? a bunch of them, so it'd be a ska band. You can, just, sc- you can just throw a, you can just throw a saxophone to Wolverine and be fine, and <laughs> it, you know one of them can be like Dickie Bartlett, and essentially you're just dancing around with a tambourine, dude. Just, <laughs> That's yeah. a good one. Uh, Justice League. That's, hmm. that's just probably classic rock, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say classic that. rock. They yeah. play a lot of Freebird. Yep, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. I mean, metal. No, I or, mean or like the easiest 80s. thing is '80s cover band. '80s, you know, a Journey cover yeah. band, essentially. Yeah, yeah, '80s. That's right. That's what was in his playlist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Avengers. The Avengers. Hmm. That's probably uh, not. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're that hip. So, so I would think it'd be I, like there's, um, there's a lot of Creed. hardcore music. So I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna say they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be a hard rock band. <clears throat> you think Captain America is gonna be belting out hard rock tunes? No, but I I think between Thor, Thor you know Thor, Hulk. It, it you know when you think Thor, you're like okay, we've got Zeppelin uh, playing on most Hulk of on his drums stuff. would be amazing. Hulk on drums, yes, absolutely. Holy smokes, absolutely. And you you know. I am Iron Man. You're thinking Black yeah. Sabbath. So like, so far we've got like guitar and metal bands. Yeah. Or or it could just be a an '80s hair band. <laughs> oh yeah, Poison. Yeah, they play a lot yeah. of Poison. So put like Thor it. with the long locks in the in the. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it would rock hard, and yeah, I, yeah, they play play Cherry Pie. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Teen Titans. I'm gonna go with Weezer. pop punk. I'm gonna say yeah. We- oh, I think I we're in the Weezer. same genre. We're pretty yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. So they probably play some Blink 182, mm-hmm. a little Weezer. I think. Yeah, yeah I think you get close. real emo if Raven gets up and sings a few parts. You get into was, yeah. yeah. She'd be on keyboards, some, right? Yeah, some screaming infidelities, <laughs> very dashboard confessionals. <laughs> um, does Does Nightwing sing? Probably he probably sings. Nightwing sings. Yeah, I'm gonna put. He's the front man. He's just the lead. That's just what he does. Starfire is she drums or maybe I'm gonna say lead guitar. I mean, oh yeah, okay, she's lead guitar. Um, Beast Boy on bass. Okay, fantastic. Raven on keys. I mean, (laughs) actually no, Cyborg on keys, kind of electronic. He's got the turntables there beside him as well. Okay, okay. Well, somebody's got to play drums. Who's on drums? Uh, I'm gonna give it to Raven. Raven. Okay. All right. Um. Inhumans, uh, that'd be uh, some kind of emo. I was gonna say there'd be more like a Slipknot, where there's like five drummers and they're all wearing weird. They're gonna wear weird masks, and you're gonna be like, you could remove five of these people and still have a band, and we don't really know Campbell why they're Corpse. there. 
<laughs> yeah, because isn't there one thing in humans is a clown, which is ironic for Slipknot because they also have a clown. So yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be a, a you know a mask based metal band. Okay, the Sinister Six. We got Doc Ock, Electro, Dude, Doc Ock Sandman, on drums. Okay, there Vulture. we go. Can you? I mean, okay. So this this band's. Ah, but they are kind of old school. I'm gonna say old, so they're a police cover band. So part of <laughs> it's the best. it's police and Genesis. They they can't ever quit between <laughs> them, so they do police. Uh, you know, Genesis and Peter Gabriel is is really where Doc Ock has to play drums and yes. sing during yes. the Genesis song. Exactly. Ah, uh, perfect, perfect. Uh, Birds of Prey. So check, so you you know you either have the Donnas or you have you know uh, the Bengals. No, Joan Jett, the Blackhearts type thing. Oh, okay. Because they're already right. leather clad. So, yeah, you've got that, that first female pop or a punk band. Play a okay. few Clash covers, too. Fantastic. And the Defenders. So, we've got Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Just brooding. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Huh. That's, that's punk, right? That's straight. Punk. Yeah, but I think it's more depressive. Stuff because they're all they, what, in in Matt Murdock's singing and he's blind. How many blind? Who's the blind singer? Def Healy Band. <laughs> <laughs> they cover nothing but blind melon, <laughs> no rain. <laughs> uh, Who did we miss? Did we miss anybody? I think that covers them all. It covers quite a few. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, let's see. We got this from. Aaron Churchill, <clears throat> who our good friend Aaron Churchill, our good friend Aaron Churchill. Um, first and foremost, uh, he wants. Well, let me skip to the end. No, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. What do you want? What, do you, what? go for it? I was. I thought you were skipping parts that were positive about me. <laughs> all right i'll just read it as is okay so um we, me- we mentioned we were talking about the eisners and we mentioned uh, mm-hmm. a book called lore olympus neither one of us you know read enough to know everything Correct. and we didn't we hadn't heard of it so aaron's schooling us here it's a webtoon lore olympus is a webtoon a retelling of a relationship between greek goddess persephone and hades Ooh. began in march 2018 it's the most popular comic on webtoon Okay. With over 1.3 billion views and 6 million subscribers. Darn. So we look like idiots for not knowing what this is. Um, it's been at the top of BookScan's adult graphic novel bestseller list, number five on the overall bestseller sellers list from Publishers Week, Weekly. And volume one was number one on the New York Times bestseller list since November of 2021. Okay. It is amazing, simply stated. Um, but I'm dead inside, so romance doesn't really work on me. <laughs> for the superhero of C4 Fappers, uh, Webtoon now has DC titles. Wayne Family Adventures, Vixen, NYC, Red Hood, Outlaws, and Zatanna, and The Ripper. Like all Webtoons, it's free to read. So, nice plug there. Um, Batman is the first original DC story that has been on Webtoon. It launched with three episodes in t- September of 22, hmm. with more than 400,000 readers in the first two days. So, talk about your gateway intro yeah, no to doubt. comics. Um, that's fantastic. Over 500,000 subscribers, over 76 million views for that Batman comic. Hmm. So, the, it, in comparison, the monthly numbers for Batman Detective 
um, and Batman Urban Legends are around 125,000, 53,000, and 44,000. So um, Detective Comics one number 1,000 was the last time a DC comic ever broke half a million. Gotcha. So for perspective. Uh, Webtoon has print editions of the DC titles with more coming. There's also a live action of Batman in development. Webtoon has a multitude of genres like the Slice of Life comic Heartbreaker, which is now a Netflix series. Uh, the physical comics print quickly as most of the series have a big backlog. For example, Lore Olympus averages 384 pages per book. Volume 1 came out in November um, of 21. Volume 5 will be out in October of this year. Webtoon is published by various companies, including Webtoon, Unscrolled, Penguin Random House, Ablaze, and Kickstarter. Webtoon Unscrolled is in previews. Every physical book has been a great read. My kid likes them, too. The Webtoon's logo has become a sign of quality and a must-read. I'm sure Kyle and Drew, the sommeliers of comics, will find a web comic, a webtoon comic that matches their high quality expectations. A lot of stuff. It looks almost anime-esque. Where I'm at now, looking at in different genres, a lot of it mm-hmm. looks uh, very manga or anime, Japanese in nature. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So fantastic, and thank you, Aaron, for sharing and introducing us that to stuff that we should know. Um, on a different topic, Kyle has been able to pick ratios. Yeah. Uh, being being him being able to pick ratios gets discussed every episode, even with the guest host. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yet nobody mentions the person who argued to make this happen, which was me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> From now on, I believe any time there is a mention of a ratio pick, Drew must say, "This ratio pick is brought to you by the great debater Aaron P. Churchill." At least once an episode. <laughs> if it's mentioned more than once, then you can shorten it to "brought to you by Aaron." You have smart listeners. They'll get it. They'll get it. How about Kyle, next, next time we do it, I pick my uh, Aaron Churchill Memorial ratio pick. <laughs> if Kyle picks a ratio when posting to social media, you must footnote it with my name. No, just kidding. Do you have, a, water, really do you have a watermark you'd like us to use? <laughs> um, your check is in the mail along with your no prize. Thank you, Aaron yes. Churchill, for that um, scintillating uh, bit of information. So we we love the info on the on the lore Olympus and um, the shortcomings that we have not been name checking you enough um, for all your great contributions. We do appreciate you very much. Um, <clears throat> more appreciation. Some of this looks me. like it could get very into deviant art if you click on the wrong one of these webtoons. The webtoons, <laughs> yeah, they go down some strange. It looks like strange. there's some cyclones in here. Oh no, <laughs> um, Jason Kit. Jason Kim says, hey, can I get a shout-out for Westside Comics and Games on uh, uh, August 19th? That will probably be today as you're listening to the show, if you listen to it as soon as we drop it, because we plan on dropping it on Saturday. It's their 10th anniversary. Hey. So um, that's Hawaii's Westside Comics and Games. Um, who, Julius is the shop owner who is an expert at tabletop games. And a fun fact about him, he owns every single issue of the Avengers. Nice. Um, and that's from Jason in Hawaii, and who must also frequent his LCS, Westside Comics and Games. Nice. There we go. Always like to get sh- shout-outs to people's LCSs. Um, so anytime somebody wants to send one in and shout-out their LCS, we'd be glad to do that because, hey, man, that's what – that's what got us in into comics, and that's what keeps the keeps them uh, happening. All Absolutely. Over the world. So we love that.
Kyle, I've got the solution to our dreary, dreary evenings. We can um, we can we can pop a little magic mind and Ooh. get a little pick me up and and still still go to sleep just enough to give us some some clarity of mind, uh, a, a little creativity, get the creative juices flowing, maybe give you one or two before the podcast, you know, <laughs> to really focus you in. Uh, what do you you think fall of that? asleep during one podcast and all of a sudden that's your problem. Uh-huh. But yeah, absolutely. The worst thing you want to do is, you know, brew a pot of coffee at middle of the night right before a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Then you're up the entire evening. What you need is good, sustained energy, clarity of mind, not, you know, a jolt of caffeine that hurts yeah. your body and all these things. Absolutely. And uh, Magic Mind uh, does all that stuff and has that. Uh, okay. Matcha. I want to talk about matcha, Drew. Okay. All right. The the green vegetable matcha, that 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 buzzword, that superfood. I didn't think I'd like matcha. I uh-huh. am starting to like matcha, and that's one of the big key ingredients here is that that uh that lovely green superfood that has the benefits of all the uh, uh keeping you going. Yeah. And it's uh yeah it it's cool stuff. It, it's pricey. Uh, mm-hmm. Matcha is. But they stick it in this uh, with with some great other ingredients, all natural stuff. Um, so, but you you can get it through us with our code. So we want you to check out this Magic Mind Elixir. Check this out. It is go to MagicMind.co/slash/comicsfunprofit. And elixir really is the perfect word for it. It's a nice little elixir. It's very yes. cool. For sure. If you feel you want to try this out, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code. You can get um, 20% off uh, of an initial one-time purchase or up to 56% off of a subscription. So if this sounds good to you, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code CFP. You can get up to 50%, 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with the code CFP. Or you can just use that discount code CFP at magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit to get 20% off a one-time purchase. Just to sample, dip your toe, check it out. Kyle, we are running a little behind on previews but i want let's touch on marvel's august for october because i think the december next month's december uh, dc catalogs are already out not december catalogs but they would be november catalogs are already out um but so we need to catch up let's do marvel's august for october yep let's see what halloween things they have in store of course we have marvel gods on the front um, okay. Looks like we got Doctor Strange, but let's see where we're starting. Of course, there's our Spider-Man cover. Uh, interesting. Okay, another another uh, Disney Mickey Mouse cover. That's kind of rad. That one will do very well. And then we see. I hate this. They jump right into preview pages, but not for the, the gods. But not the solicit. <clears throat> so I'm just actually shooting yeah. right by all this stuff. Well, that's interesting. Now, how how long have they been? How long has Marvel been giving you the preview pages before the solicit for the book? I, they've done it before, but not very often. That's an interesting choice. And um, normal, every time they've ever put the preview pages before it, it's an expensive book. And sure enough, this one's ten bucks. <laughs> Is that why they do it? Yeah. Hey, they don't want you to just tune it out mm-hmm. because it costs too much. Yep. 
kind of smart. Hey, 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 just read the, Oh, you like this? Well, don't worry about how much it is. Just, just, yeah, hey, just, you know, you'll like it. it it's there for you. It's there it's for you when bucks. you go. It's $9.99.64 pages. Ah, that's a little high, man. That's a little high. That's a that's a five dollar thirty two pager, mm-hmm. which I think is a little high. Yeah. Um. So, whew, Jonathan Hickman reinvents the cosmology of the Marvel universe. What happens when the powers that be meet the natural order of things? The infinite detente between the natural order of things and the powers that be nears an end. Old acquaintances are reunited during a Babylon event. The Lion on Wolf throws the worst parties. Don't look under. Did we miss something? Am I supposed to know? Oh, this is the extra size first issue. Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't really make any sense. No, it doesn't. Sounds like just weird Hickman stuff. There's a John Wilkes Booth penny laying on the ground. That's weird. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Well, I'm not paying ten bucks for it. No. Nope. But are you paying $5 for Captain Marvel number one by Alyssa Wong and Jan Balthazar? You know, it was just a couple of months ago we were celebrating the 50th issue of Captain Marvel and celebrating the Kelly Thompson run, and now we're going to fire it up again. Yep. Okay. And, of course, we have, you know, the Captain gets a permanent glow-up designed by Jen Bartow, so... This reminds me of when Batgirl got her new costumes and everything. So we Which are. We liked at first, but it didn't last. Yeah. And I don't even know how long this one will last. Do you? No, it's a weird coat thing. Looks like you she's. Said you, you said Sergeant Peppers, right? Yeah. 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 Very, yeah. very much. Yeah. Um, that's just weird. It's a jacket. It's, it's a blazer. I don't. How was how a blazer for fighting crime? Yeah, but it doesn't even last two pages because then we have Captain Marvel, it's our assault on Eden, number one, and we're back in the OG. Mm, okay. All right. That way to stick to your guns, I guess. Okay. Here we have now the ultimate universe, number one. Not the ultimates universe. The ultimate mm-hmm. universe. Jonathan Hickman, Stefano Caselli. This concludes from Ultimate Invasion. And this is um, the foundational issue for the new line of Ultimate Comics. Cool. Spider-Boy, number one, by your boy and mine, Dan Slott. Paco Medina on art. All kinds of covers, be them Scotty Scotty Young, homage... Uh, design negative space by John Tyler Christopher, all kinds of stuff. We, um, those are the foil cover, too. Yeah, mm. yeah, retailers <laughs> and consumers, please inquire regarding foil prices. So, foil prices are not available. If I know Marvel, they're gonna add four dollars a piece. Well, this is slots, baby. He he feels very, very. He's very bullish on Spider-Boy, that Spider-Boy's going to last the test of time. I don't love the design yeah. of the character uh, myself, uh, so, and, and I, haven't, I haven't actually read any Spider-Boy, so I can't really judge, except by the cover, and I don't love it. There you go. Speaking of things I don't love, we've 
started a She-Hulk over again? Yeah, this time it's called Sensational She-Hulk. Um, the exact same uh, writer, Rainbow Rowell, is back. Same Jen Bartel covers. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, it was a good series. It was a good series. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I'm just not sure. Well, I'm, I guess it's because of money. So yes. they're going to renumber it and call it Sensational. There you go. So. I, w- I wonder if she's, I'm sure she's still a lawyer. I'm sure she's still a lawyer in the same firm. The Maybe best not. hero slash lawyer in the Marvel Universe is going to remind you why she's so sensational. I mean, I enjoyed the storylines with the scoundrel and uh, the Jack of Hearts stuff. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, she ju- she started a fight club with um, Ben Grimm and Giganta, and that was fun. And they just got together and just beat on each other. Um, that was that was pretty cool. They did a lot of it was a, it was a lot of fun stuff in that last volume. So I'm kind of hoping they just kind of continue some of the good stuff that they started in the last series, and they don't just start over like none of that ever happened. Yeah. Um, it is the same creator. I would hope so. We'll see. Marvel not doing a good job showing very many of these covers at all. No, they don't even care. No, they're not even trying to sell covers. Yelena Belova returns with White Widow number one, Sarah Gailey on right, writing Alessandro Miracolo doing the art. Art Germ will be doing a cover, so that'll be cool. I know Sarah Gailey from Eat the Rich. Oh, yeah. uh, Which is a pretty good series. Um, So, might be good. There we go. Might be good. Carnage, number one, by Torin Gronbach and Perry Perez with on art. Looks like we've got some, uh, maybe some dark Carnage here. Uh, every symbiote needs a host, and for Carnage, there has only ever been one host who has made it feel whole. And it's time for a reunion. Don't miss this shocking and unexpected start to the next chapter of Carnage's story. One which lays the groundwork for the next Venom epic. So, we're back with uh, Cletus Cassidy, so that's awesome. And that Paolo Sequera, um, what is his name? Paolo Sequera mm-hmm. um, cover. Uh, pretty pretty good. There pretty you go. Good. Um, the, Pal- the Predator versus Wolverine issue two cover is not done. <laughs> yeah, so we get interior art. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. They, they started there. There's interior art. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was wrong. And then we have the return of Straczynski to Marvel with Captain America number two. Talked about that last month. Classified. I don't know how well that's going to sell. There's nothing there, actually. It's Jeff is back with yeah. another issue. <laughs> yep. The, the Jeff first. No, this is, I mean, this is the, the first issue of... It's Jeff, the Jeff first. But we've talked about Jeff before, and I don't really remember where. Didn't Jeff have his own one-shot before? Yeah, I think so. another one-shot? Yeah, we're just going to keep doing that. Marvel Zombies Black, White, and Blood, number one of a four-issue series by Garth Ennis, Alex Segura, and Ashley Allen. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. 
That Bjorn Barons, dude. Yeah, they'll He'll mess around. There will be a Bjorn, there's a dope Bjorn Barons, and we will be getting a Del Auto cover as well. That of course uh, Marvel's not showing us. I don't recognize the homage variant, but it might be from a Marvel Zombies that I didn't read. There you go. I can't tell what that is. It's supposed to be. Man, that's some wicked covers. Just mm-hmm. gross. Crypt of Shadows, number one. Reopening the crypt. This looks like... Once more, as All Hallows' Eve draws near, the dust-covering slabs that seals shut the crypt, blocking out the sun and casting a forever shadows, has cracked open to let the darkness loose and pray the Marvel Universe. But they mercenary or mage, go to by the law of rage. This tells me nothing. <laughs> That was lost, the dumbest. Lost interest. That was in the reading dumbest solicit. I have a, a feeling that this is old stories in one thing, and they're just not telling us. Yeah, that's that, that's possible. Cap Wolf and the Howling Commandos, one of four. Stephanie Phillips and Carlos Magno doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Captain America was transferred into a werewolf on the front lines of World War Two. Sure. Oh, is are these are these like to counter DC's foray back into the Golden Age? Like they're they're going back into the Wayback Machine too. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It seems weird. Very. Hollow's Eve, the big night, number one. Yeah, I got nothing there. Spine Tingling Spider Man, number one. That's a Saladin Ahmed and Juan Ferreira. So we've got all, that's essentially just a horror Spider Man. Yeah. Never going to care about that. No. Spider Man 35. This sets up the next 24 issues of Amazing Spider Man. Wow. Wow. That's a big claim. Yeah. So do not miss this. And if you don't like it, then you can take off the next two years. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yeah. So we've got digital spider looking there, and we've got Goblin in the background. So I'm guessing that's what's going to be the next two years. Actually, it's two it. per two per month, so one year. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Hope it's good. More Torin Grombeck, this time with Venom 26. Do we want to put money on whether it's good or bad? <laughs> I would I would venture towards bad. The Zeb Wells um, amazing? Or are we talking about Torin Grombeck's Venom? Uh, we're talking about the next 24 episode issues of Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry. I, I mean, I like the first 20-some. Mm-hmm. So, ish for the most part. <laughs> I, I it'll be, it could be okay. Yeah, yeah, could be. Well, they're putting a lot of eggs in that basket, though. That's why I know that's 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 yeah. scary. I don't even know if I'd let. I don't even think I'd tell people this. I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything for the next twenty four issues is in this issue. Everything you need to know. God, I hope you like it. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna, right. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, Superior Spider-Man Returns. 
Okay. What's that about? Okay. The Spider Team, the redefined The Amazing Spider-Man, returns to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the most monumental and shocking spider story of a generation. Dan Slott, Ryan One Segman, show. Mark Bailey, Giuseppe Camicoli, Alberto Romano, Peter Parker, Doc Ock, together again for a Spider-Man story superior to all others. 48-page one-shop. This had better be new real stories and not a retread. Or I will kill somebody. Um... So it's just like an another story. Spidey. Sure. Is that? Yeah, it's ten years down the it's road, so I assume we're we're catching we're going to catch back up with him. Because I mean, otherwise, then we've got to possess Parker yeah. with the spirit of Doc Arms. Uh, octopus tentacles, um, mm -hmm. or we've got to somehow let Doc Ock back in to, to, to Peter Parker again. We can't do that, so it probably have to yeah. be back then. I would think so. Yep. It's a and it's a seven dollar one shot for forty eight pages. Jeez, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, Spidey Universe got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there's Red Goblin, Spider Man, India. Uncanny Spider-Man. Then we're going to get into the X X verse. We've got Jean Grey. Three of that four issue series, yep. Mm Jerry Dugan and Xavier Garon with Uncanny Avengers 3. X-27. Alpha Flight Iron Man 11. Yeah, this is... We're in section where I don't read any of this, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's this uh, X-Men yeah. 129 facsimile? Um, what happened in this one? This is the first Hellfire Club? Oh, the first... This is the first chapter of the Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah, one of the all-time, but not greatest. the one you want. Yeah, and then we have Daredevil one eighty-three facsimile, Frank Miller. Now that one I know. I don't remember them being that big of a deal. <laughs> What's what was the deal? Just the first Punisher and Daredevil. Yeah, them fighting. Oh, this wasn't like the first time Miller did took over the book right it wasn't that cover maybe I don't, i'm not sure yeah i i don't like it when you when you do facsimiles for books i don't recognize see yeah, like i immediately knew that one like the one up top the x-men not as much that's yeah. not the the dark phoenix i think right. of but the daredevil. i think dark phoenix saga but the daredevil i was like oh okay cool yeah okay moon knight hits 28 
And Marvel Tales does Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night. First, oh, cool. Uh, as a Marvel Tales number one. That looks kind of fun. And that's Doug Munch. Yeah. So old school Moon Knight. Bill Sienkiewicz. It's a little throwbacky. Plus, we got a Moon Knight City of the Dead. My cup runneth well, over, this Kyle. Is, hold on. This this Moon Knight versus Werewolf by Night is, is retreads. Solo Avengers 3, Mark Spector, Moon Knight 52, 53. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's not new stuff. Yeah. The 1980 Moon Knight, number 29 and 30. So, yeah, there's several things in there, 120 pages, but dang. Oh, that's how much it is? Oh, 120 pages. For eight bucks, that's not bad. Yeah, it's a good ratio. And Moon Knight City of the Dead, so, as I said, plenty of Moon Knight for me. All this Avengers. Avengers Incorporated, yeah. New story arc starting with Avengers 7, so if you didn't like the last one, now you can hop back on. <laughs> yeah. Silver Surfer, Rebirth. You know, Eric's Eric's loving that. Yeah. He's a big Silver Surfer fan. Scarlet Witch 9 and 10. Deadpool finishes up with its side yeah, quest mini. Deadpool Batter Blood number five. I've enjoyed the Rob Liefeld covers. Is your Bjorn Barons cover that you lust over? So good. Yeah. Yes. For Ghost Rider 19. For Ghost Rider 19, yep. And Ghost Rider gets an annual with Valerio Giorgiana cover, which is not bad. Incredible Hulk 5. A couple of Doc Stranges. Guardians hits number 7. Looks like they're killing the Guardians. I think they always kill the Guardians. Every couple of issues. <laughs> and this, Guardi this Guardians of the Galaxy is the one that's been a little more western-y. Have I told you how much I like this Fantastic Four book? Yes, you have. And, like, the last issue... Like I told you about the like the the blind issue with what's her face, kind of the main yes, story, right? Yes. And then this this last one I just read was like a hardcore sci-fi Doctor Who ish type story where there was some time warping happening and some cryostasis happening on this ship, and it was told kind of backwards through five hundred years and. It just like it. By the time I was done, I was just like, "Oh, that's really good." I just got, got through that that book, and it just took me along. Very accessible. Held my hand through the the, the sci-fi stuff and explained what was going on. And it was really fun, um, cool little self-contained story. And like you're in, you're out. Could read it out of like you wouldn't. 
you wouldn't need to have a lot of canon, or you could just hand this this comic to somebody, and they'd be able to read a little a little Fantastic Four story. It was really cool. Hmm. Excellent. Alien gets an annual with Declan Shalvey at the helm. Star Wars Dark Droids is on three of five. Um, Kyle, the Scourged variant cover. Who is that droid? You recognize that droid by any chance? From any of your cartoon dalliances? Scourged. The one by Rachel Stott? Yeah, that, uh, Yes, I do. Okay. I've never seen that. Couldn't tell you. But yeah. I've never seen that droid before in my life. <laughs> dark, dark droids D squad. That's four lom. Four loam? Who's that? What's, what, what droid is this? <laughs> Are these like deep cuts of like you saw a these glimpse very- of these? Yeah, Characters. so for Loam, you can actually see right there on the uh, action figure c- cover, who I think is actually the dude that you were talking about that you didn't know. No, he's different, but similar in build. Uh, oh, yeah, look back up at it. I don't think it's the same one. Yeah. Might be. Might be. It, yeah, okay. And, 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 who is, and who is it? Like, what era are we talking about for loam do we know um og original really trilogy yeah so you don't really like was he in a cantina scene where where would i have seen him <laughs> um let's see here a rusty droid with insect insect like features from empire from Empire, okay. He's another protocol droid, Jordan. Okay. Okay. So probably could have just been. You would have seen him sitting there the in the. He's in the bounty hunter scene. He's one of the dudes. Okay. Okay. So he's somebody's translator or something. Mm, at one point, yes. Okay. I mean. Like I'm a Star Wars fan, right? I'm I'm excited for Ahsoka. I can't wait. Um, yeah, I watched, yes. I, watched all, I watched all the series. I watched all the movies. Um, but I don't know who. The, I mean, that's a deep cut, man. I just I don't know who yeah. that is. Oh yeah, they're running out of ideas, homie. So they're <laughs> they're getting deep cuts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have touched on everybody else. I, I was going to say we we had we had dude from Cantina Band in here just the other day. That's yeah, true. You're right. So I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Max Rebo, coming out. Max Rebo coming on strong, and I could not have predicted that coming. But you know, like there, I mean, there's. I don't know if hasn't been a Greedo series. You know, he's got he had more yeah. screen time. You know, he shot true. first. Absolutely. A lot of Lobot stuff here in Star Wars, too. Yeah. Are you aware of Lobot? I am. Okay, just checking. Lobot, I am. What about Hondo off of the uh, 
Vader 39 cover. Uh, what page am I on? Digital 82. I was booking. Hold on. Hondo. Which one's Hondo? When we're looking. It's oh. showing us the Star Wars. Oh, okay. There it is. 15th era. Hondo, Hondo variant by Nabetsi Zitro. Okay. He is... He he drove okay when when the adats were coming. Nope, he's in Clone the, Wars, and since you refuse to watch him, you don't know who he is. Suck it! Oh, he's on Clone Wars. Okay. It says <laughs> what about right Rex? There. It says right there on the cover. From yeah, Clone Wars. Oh. yeah. There's Rex, super important character here on the next one on Bounty Hunters. That variant. Yeah. Okay. So these are all Clone Wars things. Yeah. Nobody yep. cares. Oh. <gasps> Oh, dude, check out that Darth Maul cover on the for Afra. Afra is a cool Darth Maul cover. Yeah, you know what? I I'm gonna have to call you out again because you okay. used to give me all kinds of crap for liking Boba Fett because Boba Fett had so 39 seconds of screen time or whatever, but Darth Maul didn't have that much more. Yeah, he did. He had a whole lot more. Duel of the Fates, homie. Come on. Yeah. Same character, basically. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, you think I'm going to like Ahsoka? Yes. Even though I don't have your background, I think I'll be able to enjoy it. I'm go- I think I'm going to love Ahsoka, and I think you're going to like Ahsoka. Okay. That's cool. Well, it won't Star be too Wars, woke for you. Re- we'll see. If it is, it's going <laughs> to suck. <laughs> You'll let me know. Yeah, well, I'm just hoping she doesn't strike a Barbie pose, but we'll see. <laughs> Star Wars High Republic's Shadows of Starlight, number one, from Charles Soule. Who lived, who died, answers the great to the greatest catastrophe of the golden age of the Jedi. Blah, blah, blah. Very cool. That's a cover to have. There you go. Uh, you attention retailers, due to the FOC of October 2nd, Falling within the October previews catalog date range, the November 23 week one comic titles and trades that FOC on October the 2nd are now solicited in this October's catalog. So November week one is also included in this catalog. Interesting. So they've jammed. It is 140 pages of stuff that that uh, that they've jammed, but they have jammed a week of November into this as well. So tons of trades and hardcovers, and um, all looks pretty cool. Well, well collected, beautiful stuff. I just don't want to touch on all of them. I'm just want to see if there's anything hot that I gotta that pops out at me. I like that they're collecting all this alien stuff. That's cool. So that makes sense why we had two issues of certain comics that we normally don't have two monthly issues. Yeah. Those are first week items, so they're catching the November first week and the October first week. Yeah, I was thinking they were going to accelerate their release schedule, but yeah, you're right. That's what that was about. I love the um, pull quote on the Mandalorian collection. Picks up the story well. Yeah, no kidding. It's the exact same story that was on the screen. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, it's just a retread completely of that story. 
Lots of collections. Don't care about any of them. Wow, why is that a lot? $100. The Captain Marvel Kelly Thompson Omnibus, $100. Ouch. That's not all 50 issues, is it? Can you do 50 issues in an omnibus? That's too many, isn't it? You can. The uh, Walking Dead's were, what, 47 or something like that? Yeah. Are compendiums the equivalent of omnibus? Maybe. Yes. I think so. Epic Collections. Epic Collections, man, I I just knew. You can't just dip your toe in Epic Collection. Once you start buying Epic Collections, man, you you got to get them all, right? You got to put them all on the shelf. Oh, yeah. Oh, you become that guy. Look at the Avengers West Coast. They're collecting. Oh, man. Those are not, those would be fun. To, damn it. I want all this stuff. Put it all. Just build, build me a library for this. I'm, a, I'm almost through, Kyle. Almost to the end. Lord, 140 pages. Woo! That was a lot. That was a lot. Kyle, let's get out of this catalog and go to our good friends at CBSI with their hot tin. Can we do that? We're heading over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. Check it out their hot 10 they have and see what the best things on the secondary market are. And we're going to start with number one, Night Terrors, Zatanna, number two, the Chuma Hill 1 in 50 variant. Current, currently going for 150 to $175. Jeez. That's nuts. Cool looking uh, yeah. cover, though. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't know if it's a $175 cover. Yeah. Yeah. Either in the love this or hate this camp, but we cannot decide. Clearly, some people love it, and based on the current pricing, they're buying it. I rank two. We have Dwellings, number one, the Jay Stevens. One in ten variant. That is Oni Press's Dwellings, oh, number one. I couldn't tell. That's cool. Okay. And rank three, of course, Amazing Spider-Man 26. The Gabriel Del Otto variant. Capped at 480 copies. CGC 9.8s were going between 200 and 250. Now 300 to 350. Going to catch hate for putting this on here. Fair enough. Sales are all we really care about, and the numbers warrant this to be on the list. Hmm. That saying there is no such thing as bad publicity. So, I don't know where you got this thing, where you're supposed to go to get this thing, but it wasn't traditional, I'm guessing, then. Yeah. Well, Google that. And, of course, number four, stupid San Diego Comic-Con, Ashcan for Transformers, $400 raw. CGC nine point nine for twelve hundred bucks. Hoy. 
So this book is out of the gate going crazy in the Ashcan format. <coughs> Who knows? Sorry about that. I had a little coughing fit. Journey into Mystery, 622, second printing. 45 bucks for raw. CGC 9.8 is going for a high of $680, which is the highest by triple what it had done before. Don't know if it's just Tom Hiddleston or if he's doing a signing or what, but setting that kind of 9.8 sales record is just crazy. At rank six, we have Max Rebo, number one, the Ryan Brown one in 100 variant. 125 to $135. While we have liked some of the brown variants in these one shots, not really feeling this one, nor do we understand that they did a book on Rax Rebo at all. I tend to agree with that sentiment as well. But yeah. as Drew and I say, if you pay for one in 100 and it's only worth 125 you ain't winning. <laughs> no, you're not winning. You're not winning there. So that that's interesting about that Hiddleston thing. So, yeah. So people are. They're buying a CGC'd comic for premium mm -hmm. to get the case signed, I guess. Yeah. Have Hiddleston sign the knows case. If Hiddleston is doing a signing or anything, I mean, there's nothing that's been announced that we know of. So, but there'll be uh, a, yeah, otherwise, you're, or you just, you're just assuming Loki 2 is going to be huge. Or they think Hiddleston's going to die. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. At rank seven, Scarlet Witch number seven, the Megan Hatrick one in fifty was about a fifty to sixty dollar book. Now a seventy to eighty dollar book, continuing its slow burn. Don't know if this is the ceiling or not, but generally books that have this kind of priced trend usually hold a pretty decent return on investment. Meh. Yeah, pretty meh. Invincible one hundred and twenty. $20 to $25. This is, of course, the Death of Battle Beast. Like seeing books that do well based on just the story. This one does have a really good cover, and that helps also. At rank 9, Omega number 1, the limited to 1,000 version. CGC 9.0 going for $650. $660 for a Raw. What? <laughs> yes. What? First appearance of Faust. Have found out that Tim Vigil was mentioning this, and this is the result. I have no Yeah, that's that's so strange. Yeah. Like, I assume this Raw is in pretty good shape. They assume it's going to no be... No kidding. It's going to be better than a 9 Um, Wow. That's very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Night Terrors, number three, the Christian Doucet, one in 25 variant, 35 to $40. Another interesting homage cover. What is the opposite of yay? Oh, yeah, it's nay. That's a terrible cover. I hate yeah. the font. Um, mm -hmm. uh, this is not a good choice. Nope, not at all. It's horrible. And what is IH340? Am I supposed to know what that is? Am I supposed to? Was my brain supposed to function? In Incredible Hulk three forty, where Wolverine, you can oh, see his reflection on his call. I can barely tell that's an homage. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we've had a litany of uh, of 340 homages, so this way better than that. doesn't even stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Way better than that. Sorry, Christian Doucet, we hate it. Yeah. Honorable mentions, we have Godzilla. Here There Be Dragons, number two, the one in 25 variant. Going for about 30 bucks. There's definitely a group of collectors that go for Godzilla. Not sure if this one has the it factor, but let's see what we got. No, it does not. And the other. Yeah, I agree. The other uh, honorable mention, Super Magician Comics, number five from 1945. A CGC 4.5 going for a grand. Don't know what in the world is going on here, but I can see some Golden Age collectors. They gotta have it. Yeah, it looks like we got a clan member on the cover. Um, or a clan type with a clan type robe. <laughs> He's in brown, though. And a damsel in distress. And so, yeah, bright colors. Um, scantily clad woman. Uh, I think that's Sold. Good, everything you need in a, in a Golden Age comic, right? Very cool. Very true. Very cool. All right, let's slide on over to FOC time. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last bite at the apple and a few items that are coming out here in just a few weeks. And our FOCs and our good friends at Cowabunga and Deep Discount Comics are goodly enough to say, hey, you might have missed this on previews. If you really want it, we'll give you another shot. Yep. Goodly Goodly enough. Goodly enough. Much appreciated. So... Let's go over to Lunar Distributions while I have my lovely order form Excel sheet pipped up here to the side. And let's see what we got. And the first thing that pops off the page for me is Batman number one facsimile edition. Great idea to have a blank of the very first Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can get sketches on that. Oh, that's really cool. Like, Why wouldn't you want a, a Greg Capullo sketch or something on a Batman number one facsimile? That's cool. Yeah. I hate the tape books, you know. Yeah. So, like, the, the traditional cover A, as it was, is a $7 book. Yeah. If you're removing every detail from it, it's an $8 book. And if you're adding foil, it's a $9 book. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> okay. All right. We get a great art germ, Batman and Robin number one. So, Batman and Robin Ooh, number one. I missed this completely. How, when did this happen? Yeah. Josh Williamson doing this. Uh, did we know? Did I know so about this? this? So is this White Rabbit? Is that who this is? Yeah, probably. That is so good. Yeah. She's cute. This, oh, this, yeah, it's Batman and Robin. Okay, I, we did talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. We had to have known about it. Yeah. Just Father and son, Bruce and Damien, Batman and Robin. From Batman and Robin to Night Terrors, a lot has happened to the dynamic duo, but now they are back together and ready to fight crime in Gotham. Just in time for Batman's most mysterious rogues to team up to turn the city into an urban jungle. A new villain watches from the shadows, intent on revenge, and a plot to turn one of the Batman's greatest assets against him. Can Damien help his father serve the... Uh, can Damien help his father solve the case before it's too late? Brand new, fun, and exciting father-son adventure begins from DC Comics architect Joshua Williams and superstar artist Simone DeMeo. Yeah, cool. I'm down for that. Like the world needs more Batman comics, but you know what? I'm going to read it anyway. <laughs> Who am I kidding? 100%. Yeah, no doubt. It looks like a good one, though. 
I'll read good Batman comics all day. Mm-hmm. That's true. Batman Incorporated. I enjoy this Steven Segovia one in twenty five cover there. I'd like to have a hundred and fifty dollars laying around to buy the Ex Machina complete series omnibus with all fifty issues plus the Ex Machina special one through. Good four. news is, if you're ordering from our good friends at Cowbunga Comics, it's not going to be a hundred fifty dollars. No, probably half that. Seventy five, yeah, half. Not bad. Not too shabby. That was such a good series. Man, I love that. Uh, the Madness is back with issue two and some gross covers. My God. Terrifying. <laughs> Money shot. I forgot about that thing. That's still around from Vault. Still around. Tim Seeley. Your boy. My boy. Superman lost. Six of ten. Forgot about Wildcats. That's still happening. That's on rank. Mm -hmm. That's on number eleven. World's Finest Teen Titans on issue three. That's only a six and issue, though. Dan Panosian with a really nice yeah. bust. Yeah. yeah, it is really nice. Head over to see our image books. Not a lot of image books. Not a lot at all. Hmm. Well, we think we might be in in that, that dead zone area, too. Yeah. In between. Uh, Damn Them All, Issue 8. Doing multiple yeah. covers on that now. That's cool. Luckily for you, there's a fence book out this FOC, so yeah. you are good to go. I am done with fence. What? There's only so much gay fencing I can read, and I think four Oof. volumes is my limit. Collar me shock. Yeah, I'm top. I'm full out. Full out. That's enough. <laughs> Rare Flavors, number one, from Boom Studios, Viram yeah. and Felipe Andrea. Uh, on art, discover the tantalizing tale of Ruben Bashk, a demonic rak oh, rakshasa. Do you know what a rakshasa is from your DVDs? I do not. Days? I do not. It's like a tiger, but the paws are backwards. And okay. And it can, uh, it can uh, shapeshift. Okay. Very, yeah. very cool. With a down-to-earth dream of becoming the next Anthony Bourdain. To achieve his vision, Ruben enlists Mo, a filmmaker who has seen better days to document the world-renowned cuisine of India and the people behind such glorious food. But little does Mo know that there's more to Ruben than meets the eye, and the mortals play a darker role in the show than they were prepared for. It's a lot going on. Yeah. Entice your palate with the follow-up offering from the the team of Felipe Andrade and Rom V. Um, okay, Hungry Ghosts. I remember reading that. Mm -hmm. um, that was Anthony Bourdain's Hungry Ghosts. I remember that one. And then Eat the Rich, I, I read that. So, okay. Okay. Very cool. Down hanging out in Marvel and boy, Cult of Carmage Misery number five is a scary looking cover. I'm going to have nightmares. 
do we like the cracked glass look of Amazing 34, or do we think it's not that? Nothing's well, that's stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. Hmm. I kind of like it. I guess I'm okay. wrong. Who do, what do I know? I'm not allowed to have my own opinion. You absolutely are. I just think it's got a little bit too much uniform identity to actually be anything. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are there crazy Howard the Duck fans out there that would go for the Howard the Duck variant for Guardians of the Galaxy 6 by Momoko? A Momoko Howard the Duck cover. There you go. Maybe. Um, if you look at Predator versus Wolverine number one, these are both homage co covers to the uh, same. Uh, yeah. Way better than the other one. Incredible Hulk. And all of them done better than the one yeah. that was featured. <laughs> The garbage that the CBSI boys liked. Yes. Not necessarily that they liked. It had the numbers to be on the list. They were in their yeah. in on their silly system that highlights their silly system based on sales. They based on a one in one hundred that sold for ninety dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Let's celebrate this score. Did I say they're our friends? Our good friends? Yes, yeah, maybe good friends. Not. Maybe they're not our good friends. Well, you and I are good friends, and you talk shit about me all the time. Distant, distant acquaintances. Yeah. I like the dark droids. Okay, so... Those look cool. They're giving, they're giving Uncanny Spider-Man number one credit for being a Window Shades variant, but they're doing it different than the other Window Shades variant. <laughs> yeah yeah so you don't have to peek through the window shades you can just correct. have a window shade on your cover somewhere correct in some form or fashion gotcha yes uh, well look at him let you say that. yeah that's pretty cool the yes. scotty young him vamping that's nice mm-hmm going to let you say the name of the duck comic in dynamite <laughs> where are we at in dynamite <laughs> the Nega Duck. <laughs> Nega like Mega. Correct. Yes. But I can see Bloodborne. where you might want to be careful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, be careful when ordering this. Bloodborne Bleak Domination number one. Celebrating horror comics writer Colin Bunn and fan favorite artist Pitor Kowalski teaming up once more. So, this is from Titan. Bloodborne is, of course, mm. um, the Dark Souls video oh, type video game okay. that everybody is eagerly hoping we get a, a second one of at some point in time. But uh, we probably won't for a very long time because of Elden Ring and how long that took. But... RPG people, uh, yes, it, it's one of those very, very difficult third-person action, perfect timing, blocking, roll, roll, attack games that frustrate me to no end. Like, give me an example. Dark Souls, like Dark Souls. Okay. Yeah. Which was the creator of the genre. So that's why I use it. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then Bloodborne is their very noir, 
version of it, but it, it did very well. But in this, we have a whole new storyline, so people may clamor for the storyline, really wanting more of that game and that and what goes on in those worlds. And this is all they're going to get, so yeah. Take yeah, for the time being, we've got a four-issue series, so check it out. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Crash, and we have discovered over the years that... Um, these, Video game stuff does good. Yeah, does fairly well. Yeah, yeah these Titan it, books. It appeals, and sometimes, um, like with Last of Us, rears its ugly, ugly head multiple times. You know, uh huh, hundred percent. So it's worth worth an investment. Uh, Crashland is uh, Scout Comics, which is a historical adventure drama set in the backdrop of World War II, with a young handmaid at a local brothel encounters a wounded pilot and determines to help him journey back to Brit back to India you thought that scout comic book was good Drew <laughs> let me talk to you about Fungi number one from scout comics um, J.M. Ringet on writing an art in a fantasy world inhabited by humanoid mushrooms who have built a society close to feudal Japan and ancient China. Follow the adventures of a band of outcasts who journey across an epic landscape in a heroic quest for forgiveness, revenge, and honor. Oh, by the way, did I mention they're humanoid mushrooms? Yeah, I think uh, I think you led with that. So yeah, nice. yep, 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 very yep, yep. Nice. A uh, couple. We got two covers here. Um, both of them very cool. Uh, Hexag Hexagon Bridge is a new image comic by Richard Blake, who's doing the art and the writing. And it's about uh, Jacob and Alina Armlin, who are explorers trapped in a parallel dimension of elusive landscapes and shifting architecture inhabited by mischievous Entity sounds trippy, man. Too trippy for me. <laughs> hey, kids! Comics finishes up with issue six of six. Just read five, and dude, it was super. I knew who everybody was pretty much. Hey, it was nice. Go. So we're get we were in the eighties, nineties. So uh, not everybody, but I knew a lot of them, and so this is really fun. Really cool series. I I hope he does. I hope he does a nineties. That'll be fun. And remember, folks, we went through some image comics up at the top, but due to petty, petty ritualistic principles, some of those are down in our smaller publishers. <laughs> we don't know because we have more additional things here, including something epic number five, which I am challenging my good brother Drew on the cover C to tell me the homage. It is an album that came out post two thousand. Uh, cover C. Is that Eminem? No, it's Corn's Follow the Leader. Corn, Come on. Corn, oh, yes. You weren't real into <laughs> Corn. That was not. As much as I, was, as much as I was in, no. in 1998. <laughs> very, very good. Very cool homage, though. Uh, Blackout Bombshell, number one. This is a massive book. Uh, Louis Southerd and Dean Cotts on art. Psychedelic noir vibes of Blackout Bombshell. Uh, it's the bastard child of Philip Marlowe and Hunter S. Thompson novel. So it's a private investigator, 
but also what's gone on anything supernatural please no <laughs> might check that out that might be interesting I like, I like private investigator stuff uh, yeah, Drew, we talked last month about The Call, number one, from Image Comics. Kelly Thompson, mm-hmm. Mattia DeLuise right. on that one. Yeah. Um, Something is Killing the Children, horror vibes mixed with Goonie-style adventures. Went to a second print, so we have our option for the multiple prints of nice issue number two here. But we also have the second print of issue number one with a fresh new cover. Okay. Kyle, you know... Things that are popular in comics um, uh-huh. and pop culture, uh, zombies. Uh, Ooh, yeah, uh, also, yeah, yeah, also yeah, Vikings. Oh, also yeah, Vikings. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you know what I think we should do? Let's combine them. I mean, to Zom Vikings. Zom Zom Viking. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what yeah. Fair Square Comics LLC is doing with Zom Vikings one of two, and um, it's pure horror fun. With uh, um, you know why it's not fun, Drew? Why? Books thirteen friggin' dollars. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Rodolfo Santulo and Jock. What are you? <laughs> it would to? never is not not Jock, but Jock. Uh, not that jock. no C. Yeah, the the Jock with no C. I'm again. Come on. You're, 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 you're rip. Uh, okay, whatever. So not only are you give a crappy premise, mm-hmm. you overcharge it, and you, you and you've ripped off the artist's name to cash in on his. You have neither an original book, original name, or original pricing. <laughs> structure. Pricing is out of whack for show. But you know what isn't out of whack, Drew? It's not out of whack when I tell you I need you to pick one book from this FOC that's going to be the book to grab. What you getting? I'm just going to head over here and quickly pick up the second printing of the call number one from Kelly Thompson. Yeah, it's good that you can spe- follow yeah. your your older yeah. brother as he picked the call, and then you follow in his footsteps to pick the second printing. You t- my leavings, my my sloppy seconds, if you will. Uh, enjoy enjoy following behind me and and picking up what I what I leave you. That's great. Okay, now. With a shout out to Fungi from Scout Comics. <laughs> no, sh- no Fungi shout outs are allowed. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Rare Flavors from Boom Studios. The Rom V. Rare Flavors. Why did you say it like that? Did I say Rare Flavors? How did I say You it? went Rare Flavors. Rare Flavors. <laughs> was there flamboyance as I said? There was, uh, yeah, you were you were going somewhere with it. Uh-huh. You, you zigged when I thought you were going to zag. Rare Flavors by Ram V and Felipe Andrade. And I um, like everything this thing compares itself to. So I'm going to check this out. Uh, from Boom. There we go. All right, Drew, let's head on over to goodfriendthecumberprice.com and see if we can find some new additional stuff from the secondary market. Let's start with number one on their list, X-Men. I'm sorry, new X-Men 114 from 2001. Deadpool 3 has been the center of all MCU rumors as of late. It figures that the reported multiversal adventure of the Merc with a mouth will bring about whispers of a bunch of different cameos. One of the whispers is that of Cassandra Nova, the quote-unquote 
twin sister of Charles Xavier. She is an astral plane parasite who copied Xavier's DNA while it was getting gestated inside the womb. Kinky. Talk about sibling rivalries. In addition to this cameo rumor, there is even a fainter whisper, whisper that this will not be Cassandra Nova's only appearance. According to well-known leakers, it is likely that Cassandra Nova will also appear as an antagonist in the third Doctor Strange films. Rumor, 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 113 copies Drew sold in the secondary market. A high sale of $300 for CGC 9.8. And Rawls going for 12 bucks. So that's pretty good. At rank 2, we have Spider-Man 2099. Everybody's favorite spider dude. Um, this book continues this course 1992's number 1 issue of Spider-Man 2099. Not Spider-Man 2099's first appearance, but his first solo book. So... I mean, this one we've talked ad nauseum to. The Spider-Verse film has already come and gone. So, but it continues to move more. 50 additional copies selling. Um, 203, we're over 200 bucks for CDC 9.8s. And Near Mint Rawls, $32. And Spawn, number one, continuing to be on the uh, list. Uh, been there since 1992. We thought that this was an overpublished book, but no, people still going nuts for it. It's been on these lists a thousand times. 40 copies sold yet again. 40 copies yet again sold of <laughs> you, Spawn you, number one. Um, you dropped out. Yeah, so, maybe. So, yeah, you, the, the Skype call dropped and mm -hmm. um, the recording um, plopped into the chat. Mm -hmm. So we, you need to start over at cover price, the beginning. Oh, I was already three through. Yeah, we're going to start over. I just went without you. You don't normally talk during it anyways. I was hoping we'd have just clicked back together and you wouldn't have said a damn thing. <laughs> we want to do that? No, no, no. We, we just talked for three minutes, so no. <laughs> you sure? Uh, yep, we're good. Okay, I'm going to hit record you, then. You, I'm going to record the second piece. I don't know what happened. That was weird. Yeah, it was very odd. And we're heading over to CoverPrice.com. Check out the things on the secondary market. And, of course, we're going to start with the very first item. We've got new X-Men 114 from 2001. Deadpool 3 rumors have been the center of all MCU rumors as of late. It figures that the reported multiversal adventures of the Merc Without a Mouth with a Mouth will bring about whispers of cameos. Of course, this is about talking about Cassandra Nova. We talked about this before, Drew. The twin sister of Charles Xavier that copied him in the womb or whatever it was. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and they, they think that... She will appear in Deadpool 3, but also be a part of the next Doctor Strange film. So, she will have a long tail. 113 copies on the secondary market. Wow. CGC 9.8 for $300. Um, but you can get a very fine roll for 12 bucks. So, um, you might still find these lurking around. It's a nice little red cover. 
uh, with the, the bright yellow X's in the front. So dig through your bins and see if you can find it around. <laughs> there were so many of these new X-Men in our quarter bins. Oh, my goodness. Yep, 100%. At rank two, we have Spider-Man 90, 2099, number one. This is, of course, of course, the first solo 2099 book, not 2099's first appearance. You know, Across the Spider-Verse is already released, but there is still pub over this Miguel O'Hara, um, especially that there are, uh, you know, I think it was Oscar Isaac play does the voice for it, so he's a cool character that people like. 50 copies continuing to sell in the secondary market. CGC 9.8 is going for $203. We're up over the $200 mark, and Near Mint's going for 32 bucks. At rank three, we have Spawn, number one, of course, 1992. There are a billion of this book, but boy, do they continue to sell on the secondary market. I think we've sold each and every book at least twice. 40 more copies sold on the secondary market. CGC 9.8 for $179. Near Mint Rolls, 43 bucks. You couldn't give these away at one point, but dang. Spider-Man Reign, number one, from 2007. This is the black costume. In 2018, Bruce Wayne got in trouble for showing off his Batarang in Batman Damned, number one. The media went wild, and even non-regular collectors soon attempted to grab a copy of the recalled issue. However, Bruce's shadowy member's debut was not the first time we've seen a crime fighter going commando this issue shows an alternate reality version of spider-man older withered retired and still dealing with the heavy burden of accidentally killing mj through decades of radiation exposure there's a little bit more to it not only that but we also get a full display of his <clears throat> web shooter oh god Due to this specific reason, the issue was recalled, but never replaced. The second print corrected the issue by removing the controversial panel. Collecting recalled issue is a niche fandom in the comic book world. Still, the uptick is specifically due to an upcoming series returning to the Spider-Man Reign storyline with Spider-Man Reign 2 by Kari Andrews, releasing November 2023. Tracking 13 copies in the secondary market, high sale of $80 for a CGC 9.4, and Rawls going for about 8 bucks. All that for 13 copies moved for $8. Yes. Jeez I, Louise. I read all that, absolutely. <laughs> At rank 5, friggin' Spider-Boy, $238 for a CGC 9.8, 39 copies in the secondary market, near mints for 38 bucks. Night Terror's Ugly friggin stupid christian duce cover hulk 340 homage 37 copies in the secondary market 50 bucks for raw if you're looking around you can maybe get it for 20 bucks ugly cover x-men 130 the newsstand variant from 1980 um, this is such a fun rumor to write about, and it comes from the production floor of Deadpool 3, which is all of our stuff at the moment. And during Sw Taylor Swift's epic Worldwide Eras tour, this issue of X-Men features the first appearance of the Dazzler, a mutant that can turn sound vibrations into light and energy beams. 
the character was initially started as a potential multimedia deal between Marvel and Casablanca Records, in which the latter hoped to produce music created by this fictional character. Um, it is fitting that the latest rumors on Dazzler is that she will cameo in Deadpool 3, played by none other than Taylor Swift. Regardless of any particular feelings towards the superstar, no one can deny Swift's massive star power. A cameo like this would appeal to absolutely every freaking person in the world. <laughs> uh, and this will lead to huge demands from Dazzler, leading to many speculators to go ahead and pick up this first appearance. 33 copies selling on the secondary market. High sale of $449 for CDG, just a 9.6. And Rawls for $63. That is crazy. At rank 8, we have Invincible 120. We talked about this being um, the death issue um, that people are going through and grabbing. Uh, it has been two years since we introduced... To the Invincible animated series, fans went on a wild ride through the bloody, gut-wrenching, bone-shattering, knuckle-busting, neck-snapping animated story of Mayhem. If you think it's an exaggeration, just watch one episode. The series was well-received by many longtime fans and attracted new audiences to the fandom. Season 2 is finally on the horizon and the series is returning to everyone's radar. This issue was under-ordered by many retailers and soon became a chase book for many collectors. In addition to the scarcity of this issue, it also features the death of Battle Beast, a fan favorite. Again, Drew, only 11 copies selling on the secondary market. I say love $150 for a CDC 9.8, 25 bucks for all. Batman Gargoyle of Gotham, number one. This ash can... Um, we talked about this before. 26 copies. Uh, $78 for Nearmint Plus was the high sale. And like 42 bucks you can find in Nearmint somewhere. Drew Amazing Spider-Man 300 from 1988 is number 10. Uh, it's just no real big reason it's going up just because people love venom it just happens to um for the most part this book has stayed upwards of three and a half k in value for 9.8s that is still a decent increase in value from the 2020 days when a 9.8 sold for under 2000 today we tracked 18 copies sold a high sale for a cgc 9.8 of three thousand nine hundred and twenty five dollars and near mints for 539 bucks but what is going to work is Drew and I heading over to our good friends at Lunar Distributions because it is time for the sneak peek at next week. We are going to see what's coming out this coming Tuesday and Wednesday and what we have got to run to our LCSs, do a cartwheel, and pick up because it's going to be the book to have. The, the amount of scotch tape that my, my dear, awesome, amazing brother who will be editing this together will have to do. <laughs> you may never hear this. All of this could go to nobody. But what is pretty cool is Batman Braving the Bull number four. The Kyle New variant. Very cool. A lot of rain going on. Uh, but very cool. Yeah, because we have the Zatanna night cover pop. So we got to keep an eye on these night cover or night terrors covers. Yeah, I mean, I think it got punted a, few, a couple times too. 
man, and <laughs> I'm just like, when Ice Cream Man first came out, if you would have told me it's on issue, what is it, 30, 36, I'd have said, there's no way, but like, it's just consistently, it does a lot of things consistently, it's consistently weird, and it's consistently good. All right, I want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through and drill through all the happenings on the secondary market and the current market for your comic books here at Comics for Fun and Profit. We've digged, we've dug, we've looked at things, we've talked about rumors and all the speculation. If you want to hear more from us, head on over to patreon.com, find Comics for Fun and Profit, be part of the conversation, pick what we do next, get reviews early, exclusive podcasts, don't hear us ramble through ads, all that stuff available to our Patreons only. We appreciate you guys so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.